Nicholas is the managing director at Supersonic South Africa. Um, and I tell you, um, Megan has been responsible for many, many awards uh, at the My Broadband Awards and has taken Supersonic to a supersonic level. So firstly, congratulations to you and your team. You're doing some fine work and winning many, many accolades. And thank you for joining us on What's Next, Megan. Thank you, Aki. And I'm really chuffed to be here and glad to be talking to you. I love oh, what's next, Aki. So we're glad no, to get on. <laughs> no, well, thank you. It's great to have you with us, and thanks for joining us on the show. I mean, when you look at uh, Supersonica, I mean, you guys have done extraordinary stuff. Uh, the brand has grown. Um, I tested recently your speeds, and I was literally blown away by how fast your 5G is. And the fact that it's uh, it's a very agile solution and you can connect people in different places in different locations, etc., etc. Real high speed broadband connectivity. So, what are some of your key highlights at Supersonic? So, Aki, I think you know I love building. I love I love building things and making them better. So, a lot of the highlights has really been my my vision for Supersonic is to be this technolo technologically agnostic. Provider. So as ISPs, we're all bringing you some kind of connectivity, right? So what I want to do is I really just want to bring you any kind of connectivity as long as you connect it. So I don't want to be a fiber provider only. I want to make sure that we provide many different um, ways for you to connect. Also, uh, a big highlight is that we are really starting to segment, you know. Fiber has traditionally been to the higher end of the market. And not everybody can... No one can, I mean, a lot of people can't afford fiber. So yes. what is it that we can do to make connectivity accessible to everybody? And that's really one of the key highlights. I've been building that this year with the team. I've put together a really strong team, Aki, that's going to like knock the lights out, really, just what they're doing and what they're building. So that's really my highlight, is that I want to be able to segment the market and talk to everybody, not just to the higher end of the market. No, that's awesome. And, you know, you touch on a very, very important issue over there that, um, you know, while we might talk from a point of privilege, many people like I, for example, have, yeah. am using fiber at the moment. But the reality is that not yeah. everyone can afford fiber, um, but people want to consume uh, high speed connectivity, you know, when they need it and how much they need it for at their own pace, etc., etc. So let's talk about your passion for driving access to connectivity in South Africa. What does that exactly mean? So, Aki, what's really important for me is, there's, you know, everybody has wants, needs, and desires, right? But you, you might be a gamer, and your wants is to have a one gig line, um, and you need that, and you can afford that. But then there's also very basic needs where I just really want to apply for jobs, and I want to be able to offload onto a Wi-Fi network. Or I might be able to, I might want to stream from my small screen. The streaming doesn't always have to be big screen, you know? So there's different needs and desires from the people out there. So my passion is... And my, my commitment to South Africa as well is I want to bring uncapped connectivity to everybody, to the mass market, to the leafy suburbs. And it doesn't matter how you're connecting. I want to be able to give you access to uncapped connectivity. You know, with COVID, I mean, I actually was, it was, a, I had a laugh the other day because I did my dissertation on digitalization versus digitization. Um, and I handed it in at the end of uh, January 2020. And then, oh my God, COVID hit. And I interviewed such smart people in the industry about what is it, you know. COVID hit, it accelerated us five years forward. 
because we were still trying to teach people how you can get a box and put it onto a TV and start streaming a thing called Netflix. And then suddenly everybody was at home and stuck and didn't know what to do. And they learned quickly, you know. So my passion is to make sure that everybody has access to uncapped connectivity. It doesn't matter if you are in a back room, if you are in a massive house, wherever. I want you to be able to have that connectivity. And I, and I guess that uh, you, you, you're making it accessible because of the technology that's, that's wireless, right? And you've got some very smart yeah. technologies that you do. To, to, to deliver that high-speed connectivity and that high-speed access. So th that's great. So let me talk about uh, w w what would you say is Supersonic's unique strategic positioning as an internet service provider within a broader industry? And, I mean, there's lots of competition out there, but you guys have got some unique strategic positioning. Totally. So, okay, I'm going to go back one step just about the technology. It's, it's really important that I talk about it. Um, we launched Air Fiber. So Air Fiber is a hybrid system between mobile and uh, backhaul via fiber. And it's a really brilliant system because it's a line of sight. With Air Fiber, we've actually covered over 4 million homes already. So wow. if you add fiber on top of that, we've, yeah, it's massive. Aki, it's really, we've been building it like quietly and silently. Um, and now we're going and selling it. So I actually, the, with fiber... So, yeah. Sorry to interrupt no, you. I, mean, I actually, I actually yeah. went to one of the sites where you guys have got air fiber in um, yeah. just off 14th Avenue, right up at the top over there. And the actual fiber yes. comes to the original uh, cell tower. And they were explaining yes. to me how far you're able to deliver fiber speeds, uh, you, know, on, you know, just aerially, just by line of sight, which yes. is extraordinary. So that's exactly it, Aki. So what it, what happens is you actually get a, like a um, a base a base station node that sits on it. That node can cover 500 homes just by putting it onto the base station. So as long as there's a line of sight and you can do guaranteed speed. So this is where the hybrid thing comes in because you know in mobile it's mm. best effort. Um, we try to get as close to speed as possible, but it's always up to kind of best speeds, you know. But with F5, I can give you 10 megs. I can give you 20 megs. In fact, with uh, Toronto, who's our partner there. We're actually launching a gig pretty soon. So you saw it's the ta the base station and, and the backhaul via fiber. So it's a really good technology. And what we've done is we're running a POC at the moment in um, in Protea Glen. So we, you know, Stockwell is massive in South Africa. So yes. we want to do internet Stockwell. That's what that's what we want to do. So you Aki own. Um, whatever it is, maybe you have a restaurant, and in that restaurant, you have a bigger house where you're renting rooms to people. So the guy with the tattoo parlor, the lady with the hairdressing salon, but they don't have connectivity and nor do their patrons, right? So we're gonna take, do like an internet stock file where I give you internet and you resell it to the people within your, in your building. There's over 600,000 informal businesses in South Africa, not, you know, that are just trading. Um, yeah, so yeah. I want to be able to connect those because no one's really looking at those informal guys, you know, and they've got the money, they want to pay and they want the connectivity. So that's really what we're doing in, in our township and second town strategy because everybody's going to the, the main areas and we're really looking at a township uh, second town strategy. No, that's brilliant. And, and of course, those areas uh, are the, very underserved, as you've correctly said. Um, yeah. When you look yeah. at Supersonic's barrier to entry, what do you, what do you guys see yeah. as that 
barrier to entry that is, uh, you know, in driving connectivity to these particular communities. Um, and, and I guess yeah. that, you know, you, you can't necessarily get fiber in there easily because it's so densely populated. Yeah. People talk about it getting there aerially and that sort of thing. But the Stockfell issue, yeah. the, the Stockfell solution, you know, air fiber, as you mentioned, I mean, those are great solutions. So what is, what is the barrier yeah. to entry? So generally the barriers to entry is uh, affordability. Secondly, I don't have a permanent job or I, I kind of just work weekly, you know. I don't mm. have a salary slip I can give you, um, as well as vetting. Vetting is a big, big problem in South Africa. So we've taken a lot of the barrier entries away. Um, also, normally, I can't afford the router. I can't pay you upfront for the router. Mm. So with Supersonic, we have put together a full proposition where you get a free-to-use router. If you cancel with us, no problem, you send it back. Um, and you, we, we don't have credit betting, but you pay upfront. So we're not prepaid, but you pay upfront for your service so that you're able to pay it. And if you can't pay it next month, then obviously you get disconnected and the router will come back. But you're not stuck into a 24-month contract. You can really do with, you know, pay with what you can afford. Our second part where we're going to make it even bigger is we're going to start doing recharges. So you can do kind of a three-day recharge. Maybe you want to stream on the weekend because you're busy during the week and that's all you can afford. So we want to start doing things like that, you know, as well as schooling, Aki. Aki's, you know, that's really a big thing is the kids need to school um, and they don't always have access to electricity and internet. Um, and we need to be able to do that. So that's really where we want to take away the barriers to entry and make it, make it easy to connect with us. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be... A big drama make it easy to connect so that you that you have access you know and yes. different ways to to recharge no, absolutely. And, and you know, we, we know the evidence, uh, and you've been in the business for a long time, the, the difference yeah. connectivity makes uh, in, 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 in the economy, right, and how it increases GDP. It's a, it's a known factor globally. Yeah. So once you get people connected and, and people are able to transact and people are able to access services and people are able to start small businesses, then you start to see serious traction happening. But you need to serve yeah. those underserved people, as you mentioned. I mean, 5G's played a critical yeah. role in all of this, hey, Megan. I mean, your yeah. take on 5G and, and the role in revolutionizing connectivity in South Africa. I know that, uh, you know, as, as being part of, of, of MTN, I mean, supersonic, uh, you guys will spend lots and lots of money on your network. Uh, you know, 5G connectivity, you, you've covered most of the country and growing and you're continually investing in the network because people you know take it for granted they think it's just a switch you switch on and boom you've got 5g there's massive investment that yeah. takes place in order for that to happen exactly so Aki, I, I believe in 5g um i don't think people realize the power of 5g they've heard of it but you know what also happens we tend to forget right i mean just look at us how many what was it eight years ago we got 4g um Go on to 3G now. You know, sometimes you have load shedding and you end up on 3G. It is so damn frustrating because we are so used to having these great speeds. So to me, 5G will be a serious competition to fiber. And, and the reason I say that is 5G gives you super fast speeds. And the, the beauty of 5G is you can take it everywhere, right? You can go anywhere. And as, as, as soon as we're lighting up the base stations, then people are able to access 5G from their devices, from their handsets, from their home. So I, I, I do, and you know a lot of the fiber providers don't necessarily like this, but I do believe that 5G is going to give fiber a serious run for its money, you know, in a good way. Because mm. we do need to be able to have options and choice, right? 
Um, yes. Because not everybody has fiber. So if your base station has got 5G, I mean, we tested the other day. I've got a 5G um, ba a, a router, and you know, I've got 200 meg speed. Hey, and I'm not. I'm just on a standard uncapped 599 package from Supersonic, and I got 200 meg speed. So I don't think people realize the power of 5G. But just going back as well, that's why when I was talking earlier, we absolutely want to be technologically agnostic. You can mm. connect to us any way you want to. We will give you, if your needs are 10 megs, I'll give you 10 megs. Um, if you need 100 meg, I'll give you 100 meg. It doesn't mean that you have to go the traditional way, you know. Fiber is important and it's brilliant. And I mean, our majority of our business is fiber, but there is other choices there for everybody to, to have and to be able to connect. Um, but I'm, I'm loving 5G and you know MTN is the leader in 5G. I mean our speeds are, are crazy. We've been voted the best 5G provider. So um, I'm really looking forward to 5G going everywhere. No, absolutely. And of course, as you say, you know, it's, it's, it's the choice. You know, people have choice. And I think it's yeah. also important to have the redundancy as well. You know, most businesses today, yeah. when you look at things like load shedding and, and the impact that has, you know, the moment you've got 5G, you've also got some form of redundancy. And of course, you can run your entire system on 5G as well if you need be. Um, and, and it's just a great technology that's got incredible agility and flexibility. Um, you must have yeah. seen some very interesting uh, uh, things happening on your network since COVID started uh, to where we are today in, in, in terms of what people are doing with their 5G uh, and their high-speed connectivity. Did you see any trends developing? I imagine video must have been pretty big and video has probably grown quite extensively uh, since the beginning of 2020. Yeah, so going back to what I said earlier, I mean, video is... It's crazy, right? I think YouTube is still probably the biggest one out there because remember YouTube as well as a lot of the small screen viewing, but video has, I mean, it's just taking over the network. And that's where the demands and the needs for the people is to have higher speeds, right? Because they want to consume more and they don't want to be buffering. So suddenly, I mean, you remember back in the day, there was the four meg lines. I mean, four meg lines now feels like you should be sending a pigeon with a note, you know, to, to send it to someone because it would go faster that way. But um, we've just really moved along. So that, there's almost a standard, and video is a standard. What, what do I need in order to get video? So that is really the, the majority's video. And, and I don't think it will change. I, I still remember back in the old days when we had the copper lines, you know, video was still king. Um, yes, you were doing torrents and downloading and all of that, but it, was still, it still was king, you know. It's just a different kind of video now that we're doing with streaming. But it definitely has changed the way that we consume data, without a doubt. Can I just object to you saying uh, you remember the days when you had a four meg line and that sort of thing? Because you're giving my age away and I don't remember those days because I'm a millennial, remember? And uh, I, I mean, I'm, I was born into this 5G generation. So uh, I, I, can't, I, I don't know what you're talking about when you mention copper lines and those sort of things. But uh, my final if question to you. I remember how to do the jingle for dial-up. Sorry, <laughs> if I could remember the jingle for dial-up, oh I would my do gosh. that. Remember that? No, it thanks for connecting. Oh my god. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. So listen, where, where, where is Supersonic going to next? You've got 5G, you've got air fiber, you've got all these interesting products. You guys are continually pushing the envelope and coming up with new solutions. Yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, you know, 5G continually evolves as well. So what's next for Supersonic? What can we expect to see in 2023? 
So, okay, we've got exciting stuff. We, we really want to, to take convergence to the next level. And, you know, I mean, you know, Aki, everyone's spoken about convergence and how many years have we been speaking about convergence? But I do believe that convergence is happening now. And convergence yeah. doesn't mean one bill. Because remember back in the day, it was like, I've got one bill. That's not what convergence is. Convergence means that I'm able to, to maybe eat from one big massive bundle, uh, whether I'm on the go or whether I'm at home. Um, I'm able to, to have an uncapped data SIM in my phone. So there's many things that we want to do, and, we, and we're launching a lot next year in terms of, of new product offerings. We're launching Black Friday, um, and we, we're launching three new uh, kind of on-the-go propositions because we haven't done on-the-go. We've been really focused on residential. So we're doing a lot of on-the-go proposition because I want to be the data provider. It doesn't matter whether you're sitting in a restaurant or your kids are, are playing on the iPads while you're eating dinner or you're sitting at home. I want everybody to offload onto Supersonic. So I need to make sure that I have the different propositions that are, are able to offer that. So that's really, we, we, we're going big. You know, Supersonic and MTN, Supersonic is kind of the digital first arm of MTN, whereas MTN Home, they, they have the, the bricks and mortar. So that's really how we've broken the two up, you know, that the one is digital, um, quick and agile, and then the other one is more around the bricks and mortar, as well as digital, but still has the ability mm. to have those 400 stores that they can pull from, you know. Yes. Whereas I'm really just all about digital, digital first in everything I do. Fantastic. Awesome chatting to you and loving your enthusiasm and your passion for the brand. And it's certainly evident in where you've taken the brand. Mega Nicholas, Managing Director at Supersonic, thank you for joining us on What's Next. Thank you, Aki.